Explain a little bit on how it is turning the page for you. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I don't fuck with 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 you, bro. You be talking too much shit about me on Twitter. Welcome to a brand new episode of my weekly podcast, What's Happening? I am your host, P-Line. You can listen on various platforms. We on Apple Podcasts, we on Google Podcasts, and we on Spotify as well. Like it, leave a comment, or you can share it. Just do something. I would like to welcome everyone to a brand new episode of my weekly podcast. What's happening? I'm your host as always, P-Line. I hope everybody week off to a great start. And for the weekend, you already know. Stay safe. Episode 103. And the question is, is it worth it? I got to answer. Man, listen, I might be the worst person in the world when it comes to running out of gas. It happened again. I don't lost count. That's how many times I don't ran out of gas. Man, yesterday, I was literally in the turning lane to turn into the gas station, and I ran out. Oncoming traffic. I was on US 41. And ran out of gas and I was in the turning lane to turn in to the gas station and I ran out, man. This shit keep happening over and go. I'm the worst. I got to admit it, man. I'm the worst in the world when it comes to running out of gas, man. I don't lose count. That's how many times I don't ran out. Luckily, it happened without incident because I had to push the car across US 41 to get into the gas station. And I had a lot of momentum going across the street. But then for some reason, I got to a hill part of the road and that bitch go to rolling backwards. Luckily, we got good Samaritans out there. The dude that was turning into the traffic, he jumped out his truck in a swift motion, got behind the car with me and helped me finish it because that bitch was going back into the street, man. And you know what would have happened after that with that oncoming traffic coming. That bit would have been smashed. True story. It happened. It's official. I'm the worst motherfucker when it comes to gas. Because I always think I can make it. I can make it. I can make it. I'm timing it. I'm timing it. I'm mouthing it right. And I don't make it. And I don't motherfucking make it. And yeah. So it's official. If y'all know anybody worse than me at running out of gas, point them my way. Show me my opponent, I drew him up. I'm telling you, man. Ain't nothing. He ain't got nothing on me. Hey, man, these dreams, these goddamn dreams, boy, I tell you, they whip. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody can tell. Hey, I don't know anybody that have normal dreams. It's awesome. It's always some off the wall, you know what I'm talking about, type shit going on in that dream. Like, yeah, what happened? Who was that? What would I do? Uh, what? Well, what? 
You know, it's always those times. And last night, man, the dream, my dream was no exception. I was playing basketball with LeBron James. <laughs> and I stole the ball from him five times. Five times. And dunked on him. And he told the crowd, he was like, yeah, he's pretty good. That's my dog, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, back over, LeBron, bitch. I'm barely six feet. LeBron's six eight. And I'm dunking on him in my dream. Like, I don't know what this interpretation is, but I'm gonna need listen, hey, listen, I'm not bullshit. I'm gonna need the giant the Japanese scientists to interpretate this dream from because from what I hear, they got machines where they the Japanese scientists got machines where they can attach them to your body and play back your dream. I'm going to need this, man. And so we can put this on projection so everybody can see I ain't bullshitting. Real story, man. I don't know what's going on with these dreams, man. But see, one thing I know is always some truth in that dream. Now, all that shit that I named, and we know that ain't none of that truth. I ain't dunking on no motherfucking LeBron, okay? I might steal his ball because I'm known for defense. Now, that portion in the dream was true. I'm a defensive player. You know what I'm talking about? My D is good. You better ask around. <laughs> little pun, little joke up in there. Yeah, man, so I'm probably the only person in the world that haven't watched the Dave Chappelle show. I never watched it. You know what I'm talking about? And everybody tells me how great it is. So I went back and I actually checked out a few episodes. And the one episode that I came across first is the Clayton Bixby episode. It's where the black guy, he's blind. He's a white supremacist, but he think he's white. He don't know he's black because he's blind. And every time he go to make a public appearance, he got one of the... The KKK hats over his head. So everybody think he's white. I gotta tell you. It's trash. I don't like it, man. Chappelle, to me, I just don't think he's all that. That's my opinion. You know what I'm I like the concept of it, but the conveyed, you know, the way it was conveyed and the, 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 the humor that was in it, it just didn't make me laugh. I just, I wasn't laughing. So I'm probably the only person that never have watched Chappelle over the years. Went back and checked out some episodes and I wasn't impressed. I like cleverness. I like sneaky, you know, comedy. Just because you talk loud and put on a weird voice and all that, you know, and be overly... You know what I'm saying? You know, with the cuss words and all that. Bitch, the motherfucker. You know, hey, you, you can't win. I, 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 you, you need to show me some cleverness. I need to see, you know what I'm talking about, your underlying jokes that catch you off guard. You know what I'm talking about? That's what I like. I watched a, a couple episodes of the show, and I turned it off. I didn't like it. I ain't watched no more, man. Now, who I have, who I, 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 I never watched Key and Peele. I never watched it. But the every episode that I don't seen from them, boy, I'm going to tell you, I like it. 
They did a good job. They do a good job. I watched this one episode called Smack Ass. And it's making fun of the NFL players that always are basketball. When you make a book play, they smack you on the ass. And one, one I think it was Keo, maybe Peel, you know, he got addicted to the smack ass. You know what I'm talking about? Man, this shit was funny to be. Now, I thought they was good. I thought they do a good job. Like, every episode I don't watch, and I haven't watched all the episodes, but every time something come on online, I just check out the clips. I like it. I like Key and Peel, man. I think they do a good job. I choose them over Chappelle. I choose that company over Chappelle all day long. I'm not a Chappelle fan. Maybe I'm the only person in the world that feel that way. But that's my opinion. I went back and gave it a shot. And it went for me. That ain't my type of comedy. And when it comes to comedy, I don't get offended by nothing. I'm not sensitive. You can make all the jokes you want. And you can make fun of all the shit you want. I'm not going to take it to the heart. I'm not going to personalize it and make it like it's about me. You know what I'm talking about? Or about my people. Or about, you know what I'm saying? Whatever I'm doing. I'm not going to personalize it. I know how to conceptualize things. You know what I'm saying? You know, I can put things in perspective. So you can be a comedian and just do your thing and I'm okay with it. And that's just like with people too. When we joking about different shit and you say something, I'm not going to go over the top with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. You know what I'm talking about? That's how I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it just that way. All depends on who you are. If you are a friendly person, funny person, and you making jokes and you saying certain shit, I ain't going to be offended by what you saying. Because I know I know it's coming from a good place. Now, if you, you know what I'm saying, just one of the type of motherfuckers that, you know what I'm saying, like you don't like me, we don't get along, and you trying to joke and bullshit, no. There's, there's a difference But you know that's just my opinion I was I was talking to A friend of mine I was talking to somebody And uh, they mentioned the word Presence And I thought about it Because you know This is one thing that I've been thinking about lately Because um, I see what it means for Tom Brady presence to hit Tampa Bay. I think we don't give this enough mention. It's underrated. Just having someone to pick up the phone and call them when you're having a tough day, man, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And I, I don't think it get mentioned enough. I think it's underrated. Presence matter. It matters. Ask Tampa Bay about that, man. A team that went seven and nine last year is in the Super Bowl because of one person. Because that's the only thing that changed. Tom Brady and this man, forty-three years old. He didn't play an MVP-like season or had an MP. MVP like, you know what I'm saying, playoff, but yet it's still there in the Super Bowl because what he was able to do, he was able to provide a presence that gave everybody hope. It made everybody dig deep, man. Everybody's being accountable. Everybody's doing their part. 
Leadership. Your leadership matters. People that means you good, people that want to see you win, people that generally care about you, and they giving you advice, it matters. That shit matters, man. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to understand, you need people that be able, that's, that's able to conceptualize things. When it's most people try to give you advice, they can be coming from a place of their own, looking at their own self and trying to give you advice. No, that ain't what you need. You need somebody to be able to discern the difference between how they feel and what you're going through and placing everything and putting it in that. Let me say that again. Let me say that again because I want to get this right. You want somebody that can be able to look at your situation, take themselves out of it, look at your situation, basing it all around, and then give you good advice. They're not taking their own situation, then trying to pour it into your life. You know what I'm talking about? That's being selfish. They trying to give you advice off their, their own life. No, you look at your life. And, and, and can give you good advice on that. Anybody can give advice. But you got to have proper perspective. That's the key. Having the good people around you. And not constantly running people out of your life. It bodes for having a quality life. The difference between a quality life and a life full of holes is the difference of having quality people in your life that you pick up the phone and just say, hey, I just need somebody to talk to. And you are a trusted person. You are very sensible, level-headed, very reasonable, and I just need some advice. That's don't get mentioned enough. People presence matter. It matters, man. Just knowing they there, it matters. You gonna always run people out of your life. But if you keep running out of all the good people, you gonna be stuck with numbers and garbage. And it's gonna be your life gonna be full of holes. You all over the place, messing in a motherfucker. It's in one hole, out another hole, in another hole, out another hole. Your life it ain't healthy, man. It ain't healthy. Quality of life is a real deal. It is. And I'm just trying to tell you. Look at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They in the Super Bowl, man. Presence matter. Keep good people in your life. Keep sensible people in your life. Keep reasonable people in your life. It matters. Is it worth it? That's a whole bunch of questions. And in so many different forms. We can go from it in a whole bunch of different forms. Is the relationship worth it? Is the job worth it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, and we can go on and on. And we can go on and on. Is it worth it? And the question you have to ask yourself, is it? 
And if you get in certain situations and you got to ask that question, you already know it ain't worth it. You already know it's not worth it. Let me tell you something. Check this out. I remember when my uncle died, we were sitting on the porch. And he told me, a bird in the hand is worth is worth more than two in the bush. And I was young at the time. And I didn't understand. So I said, explain it. I mean, what do you mean? And he explained it. If you got a bird in your hand and you go chasing two in the motherfucking bush, you know how hard it was to get that bird in your hand? Now, you can chase waterfalls however you want to phrase it. You can go down the rabbit hole or you can chase waterfalls or a bird in the hand or whatever. However you want to phrase it. It's the same goddamn thing to me. The point is, you got it. In your hand. Is it worth chasing the two in the bush? And just because you do something now, let me let, let me tell you now. Now, just because you do something and it don't work out, that don't mean it wasn't worth it. That don't mean it wasn't worth it now. Let's be real clear about what I'm saying. You're talking about because you can do something and it don't work out. And it still was worth it. I don't put my my daughter is in cheerleading. And she might not never become, you know, a cheerleader. And my daughter's in, you know, uh, theater, the, uh, theater. And she might not ever become, you know, that in you know travel down that career. But it's worth it. She got to live. She got to experience things. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, now, now, now when you get in a situation and it's toxic, and it's toxic, you got to ask yourself, now, is that worth it? You know what I'm talking about? If I bet $100,000 and it's only to win $50, it ain't worth it. You know, you got to weigh things. Things got to be placed on a scale and you got to weigh it out. Now, if you have to ask yourself, hey, is it worth it? And you know it ain't worth it. You know, I have never asked myself, is it worth it? In no situations I don't been in. Because either at the time it was worth it, or it wasn't. And then after you gather information, meaning that as things happen in real time, in real life, you're going to be able to evaluate it in your mind if you want to do it or not. Just because it don't work, don't mean it wasn't worth it. A bird in the hand is worth more than two in the bush. You can chase the waterfall or you can go down the rabbit hole. However you want to phrase it, it's still the same motherfucking thing. If you got to ask the question, you know what it is. You know what it is. Don't get in a situation with someone that you know ain't no outcome. Ain't no outcome. You sitting over here arguing with a motherfucker that don't have any hope of resolving anything that y'all talking about. They just argue. They want to fight. 
they miserable. They want to make you miserable. They want to ruin your life. That's what people want to do. That's it. That's the only people agenda, man. You got real fucked up people out there, man. And their only goal is to ruin everything you got going on. If you got something going, they want to ruin it. That's their agenda. And you want to get in an argument, or you want to get in a fight, or you want to get in an altercation with a motherfucker, when you know it ain't no end result, the end result is going to be no nothing good. Don't let your pride be the reason. You can't resolve things. It ain't worth it. Don't let your pride get in the way of you becoming a better person, man. It ain't worth it. It's not. It ain't worth it. You can go over all the bullshit you want. You know, I, I check this out, right? I was um <clears throat> listening to um a, a sit down interview with Steve Harvey and Monique from from um the Parkers. You remember Monique and the, you remember the Parkers where you had Countess Vaughn and Monique, the comedian. They was doing a sit down, and, and obviously, and, and, and from what I can gather of it, and I don't know all the details, they had some differences. And three things registered with each with it, it, three things registered for, for three things registered for me with this conversation. Mo, uh, Monique said, "No, no, no." Uh, Steve Harvey said to Monique, "We plan a game." And it's called the money game. And she said, we also plan another game. And it's called the integrity game. And I don't want to sacrifice my integrity for money. And he said to her, Mo, so you're mean to tell me you're willing to sacrifice the legacy of all the people that comes behind you for something in the end that wasn't integrity in the first place because there's levels to integrity if you asking me to make a fool of myself and you degrade me then I got a right to stand up for myself in a form of integrity but if you asking me to do my job and it might not be the way you think it might work out. And I got the life changing things ahead of me that can impact my family for generation and generation. I'm going to bite the bullet, man. Because when you get in power, then you make the music. Once you get in power, then you become the voice. And you tell it, and you, you controlling the narrative. But when you working for somebody else. And you trying to come up power and you trying to make legacy changing decisions for your families and the people that come behind you and behind you and behind you. You talking a different ball game, man. This these people shows. They write these scripts. Don't don't be up. Know how to discern things. You know what I'm talking about? Know how to separate left from right. You gotta know it. You have to know this. You are an entertainer. 
You are a comedian. You know what I'm talking about? That's what you got to provide. Most of the times, a lot of y'all like Urkel. On, on the show, he was a nerd. And that's what we knew him from. Even though when you might see him, this man ain't nerdy at all. But that's what he was to the people. He played his role. The question has, the question is, is it worth it? You got to ask yourself that question. If it ever comes to a time where toxic situation is involved and you ask that question, you got the answer already when you ask the question. It ain't worth it. Just because it don't work out don't mean it wasn't worth it. And you can name a whole lot of things that didn't work out. That was worth. You has been listening to another episode of What's Happening. I'm your host as always, P-Line. And I'm out.